Hey everybody, T here. Just a quick reminder, if you want to win this week's prize package, you're going to need the secret word. So go ahead and listen for that word, and put it in with your topics list, and send it my way at offalldayoutlook.com. at outlook.com. Step by step and day by day. There used to be a show called Step by Step. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a it was a nineties era TGIF sitcom. You are you familiar with TGIF? The Probably not. Food place? No. Oh. That's TGI Fridays. It's the same thing. It's literally the same well, thing. Well, kind of. <laughs> like TGIF stands for Think God. It, it does. It does. But TGIF, when I was a kid, was... That was eons ago. I know. <laughs> it was a block of television, family-friendly television, on Friday nights. I was like, It was like a two-hour block of, of family-friendly television every Friday night on ABC. And it had like... Uh, had like Family Matters with Steve Urkel. Okay. Um, like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Ugh. Not like the weird spooky one that's on Netflix. <laughs> Is that the same thing? Well, it's the same character. But it was like... I mean, I remember the old show. <laughs> I just... I don't know why they rebooted uh, it. Because uh, they could make money. I guess. <laughs> It worked. They got all kinds of publicity for it. I watched the first episode. I watched like the first ten minutes of the first episode of the reboot, and I was done. It's like, it was like Fuller House. Yeah, Full House was about was. I don't know if Full House was part of TGIF. I think it was. But uh, well, I can imagine if Family Matters was. Yeah. Then Full I can't. House had to be. I can't remember if Full House was on the same channel, but it was. But it was certainly of that era. And uh, and anyways, there was a show called Step by Step, and it was like sort of a, a more modern day Brady Bunch. Oh, okay. Where it was like this dad and his three kids marries this lady with her three kids, and then they they have. And that almost sounds like Full House. <laughs> no, I mean, that's not the same thing. But I mean. <laughs> Well, many shows back in the 90s were very similar to one another. Well, yeah. I mean, Family Matters is just the black version of Full House. Mm, yeah, kind of. It literally has like almost the same theme song. It does. I I will not argue with that one. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> what, Some, if they, what if they brought that back? Family Matters? Now that they're bringing all these shows yeah, back. Yeah, sure. I'd be okay with that. I would give it... I would give it one ep- I would give it the same deal, <laughs> the same shake that I gave Fuller House. I would watch the first episode for the reunion of all the cast, or at least all the living cast. Yeah, I think Carl Winslow's dead. No. If he's dead, he died like super recently because he was in an episode of uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine not terribly long ago, like a year or two ago. No. So if he's dead, it would have been like within like the last year or two. <laughs> but anyway, I think he's still alive. I think actually all of them might still be alive. Although Carl, he might be pushing, might be pushing the uh, pushing the envelope oh, yeah. though. So, but uh, I'd I'd watch the first episode. I might come back for. If it, I might come back for a second. I never came back for any more of Fuller House. 
<laughs> I didn't even start it. I, well, you didn't have the same level of nostalgia for it as I did, I'm sure. I didn't watch Full House, you're right. See, I watched Full House every week. Friends? Never seen it. Never want to watch it. Uh, I watched Friends when it aired. I've seen every episode probably like 15 times. I know a lot of Friends trivia. But uh, I can't watch it anymore. It does not age. It. I don't care what anybody says. Like Some people claim that it holds up. It does not oh. hold up. <laughs> Kim is like... She lives by it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> she can go back and watch, like, the first episode and binge watch. The whole series? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I could probably watch a few seasons in the middle of the series. I couldn't watch the beginning of it, and I certainly couldn't watch the ending of it. But there's, there's pro- I feel like there's probably two seasons in the middle that I would still enjoy today. And if there was a Friends reunion, I might watch it. Oh, that. But if they rebooted the series, <laughs> I'd watch the first episode and probably be done with it. They did a reunion together. Like, not a show, but just hung out. Oh, yeah. They're doing, like, all sorts of coke and everything. <laughs> I don't believe that. It's true. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe. I, I don't think that's true. It's very true. I don't think that's true. Very true. I don't think you're telling me that the cast of Friends all got together and had a coke party. Yes, I don't think someone that... had their phone on the table, <laughs> and there was a bunch of white powder on that phone. I don't think that's true. I just saw it yesterday. <laughs> Is it the selfie that Jennifer Aniston took that like broke Instagram? I don't know. Oh, okay. Because she was making headlines because she finally joined it. She finally joined Instagram. No. And she posted a picture of like her and all the and the rest of the cast. Well, then maybe it was. <laughs> but there was literally like a phone on the table with a bunch of white powder on it. Okay. <laughs> you asked for it. Well, you show me this picture. I would love to see this picture. Okay. Okay, there, yeah. There's the picture. Okay. And this is just the picture zoomed in. I don't think that's white powder necessarily on the... <laughs> what do you think that is? Even from a distance. Look, they even have a little gold tray back there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just the way his screen looks and the reflection. That is cocaine. I don't think that's cocaine. I don't think it's cocaine. What do you think it is? I think it's a reflection. You think they all made funnel cakes and <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a reflection on the on the glass. That's a it. very white powdery reflection. <laughs> you think his you're, makeup was you're coming You're zooming off? in on a very low res image. That's all grainy to, anyway. I don't even have to zoom in. <laughs> even from like right there you can see it. I don't think it's cocaine. Okay, maybe, maybe they were making tortillas. Huh? Maybe it's powdered milk. <laughs> I read a story, a news article the other day about some dude who pled guilty to having like a coffee can full of cocaine. Some cop pulled him over on his bike and uh, I don't remember how it came to be, but like a packet, like a, like a packet of something like fell out of his pocket or something 
And the cops picked it up and they're like looking at it and they tested it with their road kit mm-hmm. and it tested positive for cocaine. So they searched him and they found a coffee can full of cocaine. And so they, he went to trial. Well, like he, he had to go to the, like he had to go to court and they booked him and put him in jail and, and, uh, he pleaded guilty to having a coffee can full of cocaine. And then the lab results came back like two weeks later and found out that the the tests that the cops did were wrong, that he actually had a can full of powdered milk. <laughs> but he pled guilty because his chances of... Because if the cops were saying that it was cocaine, he figured his chances of passing a trial by jury... Because he had like a little bit of a checkered past, mm-hmm. he figured his chances were better of just pleading guilty and getting a shorter prison sentence than trying to fight it and not. Get... <laughs> so, so this dude who knew full well he could have just said, "I want another check. I want another test on this stuff." Right. <laughs> or he could have said, "Go to the store I was just at. They'll tell you they sold me powdered milk." <laughs> <laughs> what if they didn't? <laughs> what if, yeah, he came and got cocaine. Then <laughs> they said that uh I don't remember where it was, but uh like he had been sitting in county jail mm-hmm. for like two weeks, I think, before he before he could plead anything. Uh before he was arraigned, I think that's actually what the term is. But uh he was sitting in like the county jail and the county jail is a really horrible place. Right. And like the public defender was just like, yeah, lots of people plead guilty to things they haven't done just to get out of the county jail <laughs> and get into like the penitentiary or something. Because Thank the county God, I'm in the penitentiary. <laughs> because the county jail <laughs> like it averages like a one dead person a month. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like like it's plumbing is terrible, it's moldy, it's it's like horribly run. There's cracks in the walls. It's just, it's in shambles. So people, they just want to get out. <laughs> and if they can't afford bail, they'll just plead guilty so they can get out of the, <laughs> so they can get out of the county jail faster. There might be one of 50 people dying today. Welcome back to Two Guys, a movie. And a podcast where every month we mine the cavernous depths of Netflix to find those gems that might otherwise go unwatched or even worse, unnoticed. My name's Tyler. You can call me T. I don't really care one way or another. Since day one, my name has been Mac or Malcolm. You can call me Jerome, even. It's all the same. It is all. I feel same. like Jerome is a far cry from Mac. I can kind I can kind of understand where you get Mac from Malcolm. I can't make the leap to Jerome. Just can't do it. It's a bridge too far. But I suppose that doesn't really Why matter. You have to call me out like that. It's just what I do. How do you get T from Tyler, huh? Well, because my name starts with a T. Does it? <laughs> yeah. Last I checked the alphabet. What if on paper it just says Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> But you pronounce it Tyler. <laughs> well, that would be rather weird. I have an uncle that calls me T. 
He nicknamed me T when I was just a wee lad growing up in the ivy fields. I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I decided to do like a bad Scottish accent or Irish accent. I don't know either. <laughs> Anyways, I had an uncle once. <laughs> I still have him. He's not dead. Well, that's good. <laughs> he nicknamed me T. There's a handful of people out there that do call me T on a regular basis outside of this podcast. Of course, none of them listen to this podcast, so. In fact. So I can't confirm it. <laughs> in fact, I think I may be the only one that listened to the last episode. <laughs> uh, I don't even think Mac listened to it. I have, it just came out two days Wednesday. ago. Wednesday. It's two, Friday right I now. I know. It's two days ago. Give me time. <laughs> All right. If you're not familiar with the way we do this show... We are going to talk about a movie, we're going to cover a myriad of topics, and you keep track of these topics and write us a topics list. Somewhere crammed into the middle of this episode, there's probably going to be a secret word. It's probably going to be something spooky, <laughs> because it's Halloween season, and what better way to celebrate a secret word and a movie episode and by having something spooky. Not even a chuckle out of Mac that time. Kind of got a chuckle out of you the first time, but I guess. Anyways, you write a topics list. You send that topics list to offalldayatoutlook.com, and you win yourself a prize. Pretty sure. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm pretty sure if you, you could write in Virtually anything, so long as you have, you could even just write in a topics list that has no topics, but just put the secret word, and you will win a prize. <laughs> oh man, what if, what if our one remaining listener was Susan McMartin? You remember who Susan McMartin? I was? do. What if, what if it was her? What if she started listening at Mister Church when I was just hating on her movie? For like two hours. You're a demon. But she <laughs> but she decided, you know, I like that Mac guy so much, I'm going to keep coming back week after week. It was an amazing story. Nope. That's a lie. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I kind of hope... get why the lunch lady doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Do we have a treat for you all this Week we are. I hope. Bacon I hope you like bacon. I hope you love bacon, because this week we're talking about cop car, and no, that's not a joke about cops being bacon. <laughs> that was the worst line ever. <laughs> this movie stars Kevin Bacon. I love Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I love bacon. You love bacon. <clears throat> I do love bacon. I'll tell you about the sweet deal going on at High V. Oh yeah, all you can eat bacon. Just twelve ninety-nine. Okay. I do love bacon. <laughs> but I couldn't just like like after about five slices of nice thick bacon, I'm out. I can't do it. Like in my younger days, back when I was a wee lad in the ivy fields. <laughs> Did they have bacon out there? <laughs> I could eat like a pound of bacon, no problem. 
That would be the deal of a lifetime. You just told me you ate a DiGiorno pizza. I uh, tombstone pizza. Oh, tombstone. Excuse me. You <laughs> <laughs> know that garbage DiGiorno. I can tell it's not delivery. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> by yourself. But, yeah, but, well... I mean, I wasn't like alone by myself. My kids were sitting. Well, my, my kids were sitting there watching me eat the entire pizza. To be fair, they did. They did have some pizza of them of their own. <laughs> Zoe doesn't like pepperoni, so I made her a cheese pizza. Oh, Adelaide, I love cheese. Adelaide ate a sliver <laughs> of cheese and a sliver of pepperoni, which made one full slice. So. She didn't go hungry. Plus, she ate like, like five handfuls of corn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She she had some corn on her tray, and she tries to eat it with a spoon. But I get so tired of her, <laughs> of trying to of, of her trying to get that corn to her mouth without just spilling it. She's like she she's got it to the point where she can get it up to her mouth, but then. She can't like get it into her mouth. Like she, right. she wants to flip the spoon over, and then it just falls over, and the spoon goes in her mouth, and maybe like a piece of corn. <laughs> so after a few after a few tries, I just tell her, you know what? I'm okay if you just pick it up, <laughs> just just shovel it in with your hands. If that's how you have to get the food to your mouth, <laughs> shovel it in with your hands. Sounds so barbaric. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she does though. And she still spills like half of it. <clears throat> no, it's okay. Yeah, anyways. Suppose we should, suppose we should get on to the topic at hand. Is this a movie episode? Or? It is a movie episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Remember the days when we used to record for like three hours on like <laughs> short movies? <laughs> <laughs> As I mentioned, this week we're talking about Cop Car. This movie stars Kevin Bacon. James Friedson, and Hayes Welford. It comes to us all the way from 2015, has a runtime of 1 hour, 28 minutes, has an IMDb score of 6.3. That's currently sitting with uh, roughly 28,000 ratings. That's a user score. And a Metacritic score of 66, which is actually kind of high. That is fairly high. (laughs) And that's out of 21 Critics reviews, and the uh, <laughs> just can't get this right tonight. The synopsis for this movie is as follows: Two mischievous boys get thrust into a game of cat and mouse with a murderous psychopath after they decide to steal a police officer's cruiser. I'm not gonna lie. That is a terrible description of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) It is like, Uh, that makes this movie sound so much more entertaining than it actually was. It's (laughs) under the category of thriller. (laughs) Oh, man. The picture that they have of Kevin Bacon on like the Netflix synopsis. That's like the coolest picture It looks really cool. And then you watch the movie. All right, we're going to get into that. Let's start with some spoiler-free thoughts on this. Mac, what do you got? Are we giving our scores yet? Yeah, you can is give that, your score. Is that how we do this? Yeah, yeah. We usually usually give our score during the 
You can give it before you give your spoiler for your review. You can give it after. You can give it in the middle. I'm going to give it a five. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> it's a four. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Kevin Bacon that much that I put it at a five. <clears throat> okay. This has got to be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> I would watch Back to Back, A Clockwork Orange. Before I would watch this movie ever again. <laughs> would you watch Tucker and Dale no, versus Evil over absolutely this? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. No. Um, I love the sequence for like maybe, I'll say a f- solid five minutes. There's a scene that I'm going to get to in the spoiler section. Okay. That was probably my favorite part. <laughs> Uh, the acting was horrid to me. <laughs> um, I didn't get what was going on. I did like it's not it wasn't complicated. Not really much going yeah. on. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like it wasn't complicated. It seemed pretty pretty cut and dry. But uh, Kevin Bacon looked awesome. <laughs> like that's all I can say. Okay. It it. I hated this movie so much. <laughs> uh, I watched it entirely based on that synopsis. <laughs> I wa- I'm telling I, you. Like, I didn't watch any trailers for it or anything about it. I read that synopsis. Like, this sounds, sounds like I even I'm told enjoy, T. Enjoy. I said, I'm giving it a 10. <laughs> <laughs> because it has Kevin Bacon. I didn't know it was going to be this bad. Because <laughs> I watched the trailer. The trailer looked all right. I kept meaning to watch the trailer. Like after I watched it, I was, I was like, I kind of wonder what the trailer looks like for this thing. Right. And then I never got around to it. Too many other things came up. <laughs> you sign into YouTube, and then suddenly you're bombarded with like 50 million things to see <laughs> that are like, and you just, I, I immediately forget what I go there for. Right. <laughs> Cat eat snake. Oh, I would not watch that. That sounds disgusting. A cat eating a snake? I've seen cats eat snakes. I don't need to see a YouTube video of it. (laughs) (laughs) I've had many a cat in my life, and I've seen them eat many a snake. Oh, my mom sent me a picture of a cat eating a squirrel. Yeah, I don't think I need to see that either. That's a weird picture to send. Why Why would anybody not? I don't want to see that picture. Do not show me that picture. He's not eating it. He was on his way to eat it. Okay. There's a every year there's a a wildlife uh like a wildlife photography challenge. <laughs> and and uh this year's this year's winner, it's like a worldwide challenge. This year's winner was a picture of a fox scaring a marmot. I think it was a marmot. It's like a little chipmunk looking thing. To just say chipmunk. Because that's not what it's called. It's the same thing. It's not the same thing. Pretty sure it's not the same thing. Because if it was a chipmunk, the uh, all the articles I saw <laughs> would have said fox scaring chipmunk <laughs> instead of fox scaring marmot. <laughs> Anyways, it was pretty cool. It's like this like scary, intense looking fox like glancing over <laughs> and like this this cute fuzzy woodland creature like just looking terrified. It was, 
That's very funny. That's it. Anyways, anything else to say about this this movie? Um, no, nothing, no, nothing that I can't say in the spoiler. <laughs> alrighty, alrighty. Well, then I will go ahead and uh, I will I will say this: <laughs> it's not a good movie. <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little more lenient than Mac. I give it a six, oh. and that's not even me like. That's not even me being like it's a six because I love Kevin Bacon. Because it's a six because you want to bite me. Waffle back and forth on on Kevin Bacon things. Footloose can go to hell. It's a great movie. It's a terrible movie. It's one of the greatest movies <laughs> it's ever made. A horrible, horrible movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna have to agree to disagree on that one. The following it was a great show. First season, excellent. Second season was good. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never get anywhere. Oh, man. Um, Kevin Bacon, he is Sheriff Kretzer. And uh, I put on my note card, he is not a runner. When you see him run in this movie, he looks like a Muppet. <laughs> he's like, he's like ambling around. He's all over the place. He looked like a fast runner. He does not look like... like He doesn't even look like a guy that knows how to run <laughs> in this movie. Like, the first time I saw him, I kind of I was like, is he supposed to be a bumbling idiot cop? Because he's kind of bumbling and idiotic the first time you see him. Later on in the movie, he kind of like evens out a little bit. But, oh man, he's like... It's like... I know you don't like Tom Cruise. Ugh, don't mention But Tom Cruise house. is a runner. You go to YouTube and just and just watch Tom Cruise running. Like clips from every movie that he runs in. That dude's a runner. When you have a movie called <laughs> Mission Impossible, yeah, you're going to run. Yeah. And it's awesome. All those movies, those movies are awesome. Those are trash. They are Wonderful movie. Absolute garbage. The new mummy <laughs> movie he's in? Trash. Well, I won't argue with that one. I've not seen it, but it did look it looked terrible and, and critically it was it was like, like Universal was gonna start their own like connected universe mm-hmm. of monster movies. And I can't remember if the because there was a there was a crappy Dracula movie that came out prior to the mummy, but I can't remember if the Dracula one was was in part of this universal thing. Mm-hmm. But after the mummy came out and everybody hated it, they're just like, no. <laughs> uh we're not we're not doing that anymore. Are we talking the mummy with Tom Cruise? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I think even like early promotional videos or trailers and stuff, I think they even said like it was like the beginning of the universal monster shared universe thing or whatever. And I think maybe even on old on like posters it said that but then like after it was released they're like um this might not be a great idea <laughs> <laughs> oh man tom cruise hell of a runner hell of a runner anyways kevin bacon terrible runner looks like kermit the frog <laughs> if he was green hey would be easily mistaken for kermit the frog <clears throat> only when running because <laughs> when he's <laughs> not running you know he looks like Kevin Bacon. <laughs> uh, Jackson is Travis 
maybe it's just me. I thought he looked like a, a very young Jeremy Renner. I think yeah, that kid's. I think that kid's gonna grow up to look exactly like Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I can put. I'm gonna put a picture of the two of them side by side, and then you'll see. You'll I'll like. I, well, I won't do like a Snapchat face swap because I refuse to download Snapchat, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll put them side by side, and you'll you'll see. You'll still disagree because spite, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> only naturally. Hayes Welford, he is Harrison. He's he's Harrison. <laughs> yeah, he's not just, really much more to say about yeah, him. He's just Harrison. Um, I think the kids actually did an okay job. I think they were above average. They're like they're not on par with like the Stranger Things kids or the cast from It Chapter One. But I think they're above average. They're far from the worst child actors I've seen, and. I th- I think I think uh James Freedson Jackson I think he could probably go with places. I don't I don't know about the other guy. <laughs> you don't know about Harrison. I don't know about Harrison. <laughs> but Travis I think he could go places. Um yeah, I think they were I think they were okay. They did they seemed to do pretty good. I mean especially towards the end when things start to get finally get a little more intense. Uh stars Kira Sedgwick. You may know her from the Closer, she's also, uh, I think, uh, Carolyn Wunsch from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She is the dispatcher. <laughs> you hear her voice. She's got like five lines in the movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> of a huge waste of talent. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm assuming they were like, can we get a kind of big name for this movie uh, other than Kevin Bacon? And, they're like, and like Kara, he's like, ah, well, I know Kara Sedgwick. Like, yeah, can we get her? And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. you want me on screen? Yeah, got to fork it up. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 you literally can phone <laughs> this in. <laughs> Just keep talking, and we're recording. <laughs> uh, so she's like nothing particularly special um, in in this show. She's she's awesome in Brooklyn Nine Nine. I've probably seen her in other things as well, but Brooklyn Nine Nine is what I know her most from. And I think the closer actually ran for quite a while too. It might even still be running. I'm not sure. Uh, camera work, it's kind of meh. There's nothing super special about it. Uh, there's like a moment towards the towards the beginning when the kids find the cop car that the camera's doing some cool stuff, like maneuvering around the car. But other than that, you're it's pretty bland. The story goes absolutely nowhere. Yeah. It's an hour and a half, and it feels like two hours because it just goes like nothing of importance happens in this movie. Right. <laughs> I guess it didn't like to me. It didn't feel like it was two hours because it just like I I hit the button on my controller <laughs> right, and the time popped up and it was like already forty five minutes. And I was like, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Like, I, what what's going on? <laughs> I felt like it went forever. Um, I can see, I can see where you're coming from though. I've had I've had movie experiences like that where it's like, did I really see 45 minutes right. worth of content here? <laughs> but I personally thought that this one uh, dragged on because there was just like it was just n- nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened. They <laughs> and we'll, we'll get into the spoilers because I timed a, I timed a Kevin Bacon bit. That 
bacon bit and sprinkle them on my salad. Get did it? you set that up for No, yourself? I did not. <laughs> that one I did not. Anyways, <laughs> I timed Kevin Bacon trying to do something, and it was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> There's no reason. This I think we have the same. Like, I think that's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite possible. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I, I did like the ending. I'm not going to spoil it, but I did like the ending. I feel like the ending's probably hit or miss. It's my kind of ending. I can see where it might rub people the wrong way, though, because it's it's pretty abrupt. <laughs> but uh, I I think it ended just fine myself. Mm. Um, Kevin Bacon, like I said, kind of comes off bumbling at the beginning, but he gets he kind of evens out later on in the movie. The uh, old Baconator feels kind of like a very shallow PG thirteen. Uh, Jeremy Saulnier film who did Blue Ruin and Green Room like if this if they had amped up the violence it like this could very easily be a Jeremy Saulnier production yeah. if they just amped up the violence you got me onto something <laughs> now because <laughs> if it was and it had the same cast as Blue Ruin even yeah perfect movie <laughs> i would think that guy with the um i can't remember the guy's name uh Macon blair pops out of the trunk <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh oh uh uh god damn professor x oh, oh man <laughs> <laughs> professor x is the cop they're running away from Macon blair pops out of the trunk uh, and, I, and here i am spoiling it don't worry everybody it's okay <laughs> because you're not going to want to watch this anyways. <laughs> what is Professor X's name now? Patrick Stewart. There we go, Patrick <laughs> Stewart. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyways, it feels like a very shallow PG-13 version of that. I kept expecting something really horrible to happen. And there was like there was times <laughs> where it seemed like there was going to be. Yeah, yeah. And then it just... <laughs> it just didn't. Yeah, dropped off. <laughs> All right, those are my spoiler-free thoughts. Like I said, I gave it a six. Mostly because the kids, I like the, there's moments where the kids are just being kids, and we'll get to that in the spoilers. Um, like when the kids are doing the kid stuff, I think it's really entertaining. When Kevin Bacon's doing the Kevin Bacon stuff, I think it's pretty boring. And then there's a little pieces and, and things here and there that I think just don't work either. Mm-hmm. We're going to be right back after a word from Anchor, and we'll... uh We'll come back and spoil the hell out of this thing. So come back and and don't worry. You don't need to watch this movie. (laughs) You don't need to watch it. You're going to get plenty of fun stuff out of us in the, you know, 30 seconds from now. So stay tuned. Hey, everybody. It's that time yet again. Time for this week's secret word. Let's go ahead and do something spooky for the Halloween season. Let's go ahead and say skeleton. Skeleton is this week's secret word. So go ahead and put that in your topics list, send it our way to awfulldayatoutlook.com, and win yourself some sort of an awesome, awesome prize. And we are back. Yay! Yay! Hooray! You took it too far. should insert like some party sounds. Back in the days of... I think it was Halo Reach. I know you're not an Xbox fan or a Halo fan. But That's I, not true. No? Not a, you're a Halo fan? You like Halo? Halo 3 was one of the greatest games ever. Okay. 
I didn't enjoy Halo 3. You used to play that with Liz quite a bit. Anyways, uh, I think it was Halo Reach. You could customize your death, and you could unlock like you could unlock lock, like cosmetic things like a for, like Fortnite stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you could unlock was if somebody killed you. No, I think it was if you got a headshot on somebody, confetti would pop out of their body, and you'd hear a yay. <laughs> It'd be like a little birthday party every time you headshotted somebody. They actually started doing that with uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Oh, it was remastered. Yeah, I downloaded it. And I was playing online. It was like a team death match. And they have a map where, like, the town, it's like Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. So there's, like, lights and trees and presents everywhere around the yeah. map. I, I've, I've played it. Oh. <laughs> Why didn't you stop me earlier? Well, I don't recall the, I don't recall, like, I recall the city and the Christmas theme. But I don't remember. Oh, okay. I remember <laughs> the, what you were working up to. It's just when you got a kill, like when their body would like explode into a no. bunch of confetti and stuff. I don't remember that. I never got kills. I'm terrible. I was terrible at it. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember like when they had like airstrikes in that Christmas theme. Mm-hmm. It'd be like Santa Claus would be going over and be like, ho, ho, ho. Do you remember that? That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was a big fan of the, I was a big fan of Modern Warfare. And, and I came out with another one. I bought the I bought the remastered edition, and then I sold it very short. <laughs> I sold it back very <laughs> shortly, and bought my Halo because I sold Halo Five to get it, and then I got it, and I was like, man, this isn't as fun as I remember, and I'm terrible at it. Mm-hmm. So I sold it back to buy Halo Five, but then after I got Halo Five, Xbox launched Game Pass. And Halo 5 is free with your subscription to Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I could have kept Modern Warfare. And just because <laughs> I got a Game Pass subscription that came with the game that I bought. So kind of a bummer. But it is what it is. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they did come. They Is the new one out yet? I don't know. If, I don't think the new know, one's out yet. I don't think it is. Yeah. I'm mildly interested in that one. It looks kind of good. But is it the same as this Modern Warfare? It's a different story, I believe, but it's like I think it's more back to its roots with a with a quality campaign because the the modern warfare campaign was really good. The modern warfare two campaign was like kind of I didn't like it. I was like, you ever see Red Dawn? No. I was like, Korea invades America, and then like so like a lot of the battles were like. In America, eh, it's okay. I don't think it was anything spectacular. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I don't know about Modern Warfare Three because I never played that one. I liked Modern <laughs> Warfare Three. Yeah, I liked the the um, the survivor survival mode on it. Yeah, it's pretty fun. That's when they started introducing like juggernauts and oh, okay, stuff like that. Hmm. I liked uh, the last. The last Call of Duty I really enjoyed was the first Black Ops game. I love okay. the first Black mm-hmm. Ops. Um, they had a game mode in there that was called Bare Bones, mm-hmm. and like it was like it had no perks and it had no weapon attachments. So like what you had was what you had. Right. And oh man, I, if every Modern Warfare, if every Call of Duty had that game mode. 
I would probably buy all of them in a heartbeat because, and I would continue to play them too because I like, I don't know. I, I'm just old fashioned that way. I feel like the newer games kind of get like, get too bogged down in, in perks and, yeah. and, uh, it's just like, I have, I have the newest black ops. Is it black ops? I think it's three, four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even, <laughs> I own it. I don't even know. I got it. I played a few. I got it because I wanted to try. I wanted the battle royale. I was like, if I, if there's a battle royale game out there that I'm gonna enjoy, it's probably gonna be Call of Duty. I played battle royale like twice, and I played a handful of uh, like just regular deathmatch games and and stuff like that, just regular multiplayer games. And it's like, I just they make everything so complicated. <laughs> It's like, oh, you get this per- like I un- like I understand the perk system. But there's like so much extra stuff just crammed into it. I don't want it that complicated. Just give me a gun and let me shoot. Right. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, anyways, we should probably get back to cop car. <laughs> Spoiler filled cop car. Can I start like like every time the kids are just on their own, they're just like they're just doing kid things, like uh, it opens with them just walk. Like, and I don't know where the movie takes place. It looks kind of yeah. like a New Mexico or maybe something like that. We'll say Arizona. Could be, yeah, okay. Or like, uh, well, I suppose maybe like a Wyoming. I guess it could be like a like the flatlands of a Wyoming. Oh, Wyoming seemed too dry to be Wyoming. And there's our timer, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Anyways. I don't think it ever actually says where it is, but it's it's one of those. It's a place like that. They're just wandering through like this kind of flatland area, and they're just one kid is saying bad words, and then the other kid is repeating the bad words until eventually the one kid drops the f bomb, and the other one's like, "Oh no 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 no, <laughs> you can't say that one." If this was me, if I was in this movie, mm-hmm. I would be the Harrison. I'd be the one worried about the food. So I'd pack a Slim Jim, <laughs> and I'd be the one that wouldn't want to drop the F-bomb even when there was nobody around for miles. <laughs> of course, now these days are a little bit different. Back, back when I was a kid, I was, I was very much so a Harrison. Very cautious and, and constantly worried of the, of the ramifications of my actions. Um, what about you, Mac? Would you be Harrison or would you be Travis? I'd be Travis. You'd be Travis? Yeah. Okay. I can I Naturally we have to be opposites. I can I can just about imagine us wandering through <laughs> wandering through the plains <laughs> if we were the same age because because of course like when I was their age you probably weren't even born. <laughs> <laughs> like pushing. T T was just T was just walking around with one of my ultrasounds. <laughs> Oh man. Um yeah, uh I think Harrison he's got like a slim jim in his pocket and he's 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 ta- he even mentions that they have to ration it. <laughs> yeah. He, so what is it like Oh, I can't even remember what the measurement was. It was like a tenth, like each bite could only be like a tenth or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I thought it was like a span of a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he had, he knew exactly how long it was supposed to last them. <laughs> um they also they pick up and they pick up some sticks too, 
Mm-hmm. And Harrison points out that, oh, there's a snake hole over there. And so, like, they both go over and they start jamming the sticks in the snake <laughs> hole. And then, they, and then they're just done. They're like, yeah, enough of this. But Harrison, he leaves his stick in there. It's like, in case it comes out. In case it tries to escape. <laughs> it's like, He's got the wits. <laughs> um, as they're... Uh, as they're wandering through, wandering across the land, <laughs> they find like a small patch of trees just out in the middle of nowhere. And in this patch of trees is the movie's namesake, the cop car. The cop car. <laughs> Did they ever say, well, I guess a bunch of times. They said yeah, they cop. said it a bunch of times. And then at the end, Kevin Bacon really says yeah. it. <laughs> like, Like throughout the whole movie, I'm like, I can accept them saying cop car all these times. But then when Kevin Bacon says it at the end, I was like, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right up there with gone, baby, gone. <laughs> She's gone, baby. Gone. That's uh, a good movie, though. Yeah, I, I liked it. one of my favorite. Or... I thought you didn't like that movie. Gone, baby, gone? Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure I like that one. You sure? All right. <laughs> okay, I just think I probably thought it was too long. Maybe I probably th- my thing was that, that I was thought, back yeah. in those days movies were too long. <laughs> yeah, because I thought it was I thought it should have ended a lot sooner than it did. Okay, All right. but overall it was a good movie. Okay, Gone Baby Gone is one of my favorites, and it is one of the better episode, one of our better episodes too. So everybody, go if you haven't listened to it, go back into the back catalog, go listen to Gone Baby. They're Gone. They're gonna go listen to it and <laughs> hear how much I hated it. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, that is a good episode, though. And also, that is a prize. I found uh, I found my Gone Baby Gone note card. Hey, nice. So, I found Gone Baby Gone, Tucker and Dale, oh, Zodiac. <laughs> no one wants those notes. <laughs> Zodiac and Henry Poole. So, I've got, a, I've got a handful of note cards to give away for prizes. Gone Baby Gone is currently up for grabs right now. If you would have had Fundamentals of Caring... That's like my all-time favorite episode and favorite movie. <laughs> uh, That's why when you said Slim Jim, that reminded me of oh. <laughs> Paul Rudd trying yeah. to <laughs> trying to put the Slim Jim in his mouth. <laughs> oh man, good times. Anyways, they find a cop car. <laughs> Classic. They find a cop car, and classic Harrison. <laughs> He doesn't want to like go up to. I don't it. want to touch it. <laughs> he doesn't want to touch it. So they, uh, they, they agree that uh, Harrison's gonna throw a rock. I think it's Harrison that throws the rock. He's gonna throw a rock to distract the person that's not there, <laughs> so that they can escape and run by the cop car. But he hits the cop car because he throws like a girl. That's not. Yeah. Can you say? Can you still say throws like a girl? Is that like wrong now? Is that like sexist to say throws I'm like not a girl? Gonna say anything. <laughs> <laughs> he throws like a he throws like a a girl, but not an athletic girl. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded way worse. I don't know if that sounded way worse. <laughs> Anyways, he's he's okay. This is, he just doesn't throw good. He doesn't throw good. <laughs> he throws like a not athletic boy or girl. How's that? They, they covered just, both bases. Okay. <laughs> he throws like an unathletic person. 
Anyways. He throws like someone that doesn't play sports. Yeah. Throws like me. There. (laughs) (laughs) He hits the cop car. And then then, uh, they decide they're going to run away, but they can't run away. Because his fingerprints are on the rock. (laughs) Which would totally be me. (laughs) When I was a kid, I would be like so terrified that the cop was going to go through the trouble of dust a rock for prints. Oh, But uh, Travis agrees his prints are probably on the rock too. So they have to go find it. And then they just take turns running back and forth from the cop car. (laughs) And once they realize nobody's there... They decide it's a good idea to just climb into it and play inside of it and eventually drive off with it. The The Netflix synopsis says this is a game of cat and mouse. I feel like, yeah, I feel like game of cat and mouse is misleading. Cat and mouse to me is escaping the villain and then the villain tracking them down and then escaping the villain and then tracking right. them down. They didn't realize like they were never trying to really escape the cop it took them a long time to actually make contact with the cop Mm -hmm. and they weren't like really running from him even when the cop was like trying was like came through on the radio they were just like "Mm." yeah Yeah, they were debating on whether or not they should curse (laughs) (laughs) like they're like cops eat poop no we can't say that I love how I love how when they were on the the radio, the kid was like, "We can't talk on there. Don't know we're not cops." <laughs> but like I I thought about it more like who like they're kids, you know, right? Like of course they're not gonna think that you're cops. <laughs> Right? I don't, I don't get it. They, well, they have very sound logic, though. They're going to know that we're not cops because the dispatcher probably knows what all the cops sound like. What if the dispatcher didn't, though? Well, it's just like, well, oh, it's just our kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's our kid police. I think their logic was perfectly sound. That would be me, too. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be the one in the passenger seat. Like, what if they, <laughs> what if they can tell? <laughs> What if they can tell we don't sound like a cop? Because I would ass- I, I would naturally assume that... Because you get the feeling that this isn't a very big town. Like, there's there seems to be a trailer park. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it. So I would assume... There was a main street. Oh, oh, my mistake. <laughs> Small, because big cities... Because only big cities have main streets. Well, not big, but like one main road. I feel like this is like a town of 100 and not much more. May, like I feel like this could be like a Hartwell, almost a town of 80. Roseland? Roseland's like negative 40. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ghosts living in Roseland. <laughs> no, but that's seriously, that's like, there might be ghosts there. We should go there. I'm never going there again. <laughs> I've been there once. Yeah. And it turned into a disaster. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and all it was was a wrong turn. That is how many horror stories start. Like, we went 
left <laughs> instead of right. And going left led to many events <laughs> that were just unnecessary. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know as if I've ever... I'm, I may have been to Roseland once or twice. I know I've at least heard of it. <laughs> so if I've heard of it, maybe I've been maybe there. I've been. <laughs> well, it's kind of like me. Like This whole entire time, I've been pretty convinced that I've been to the Mall of America. Yeah. Because I feel like I have. I feel like I've actually been there. I know what's inside, <laughs> and like I feel like I've seen it. But my mom tells me that we've never gone. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, no, <laughs> I've definitely been there. Oh, but now I'm not sure. Have you ever heard of a thing called the Mandela effect? Like Nelson Mandela? Yeah, it's called the Mandela effect, named after Nelson Mandela. Because, and this is like one of my favorite, like crazy conspiracy theory type things or supernatural things. But the Mandela effect is because when he died, there was a lot of people, I guess, who thought he was already dead. (laughs) They were so convinced of this that they thought it must be some sort of, uh, like some sort of glitch in a timeline or. Or something supernatural. Because they were just so convinced that he had already been dead that they saw his funeral procession on TV like years and years ago. And so now, whenever somebody, whenever you misremember something, you can say, "Ah, it's just the Mandela effect. Like, uh, and like, you can like, you can Google it. Everybody, all the, all you listener out there, the one left. Susan McMartin, <laughs> go Google Mandela Effect, and you can find, like, all kinds of fun examples. And they're, like, the lists are actually pretty fun, like like uh, Kit Kat. It's K-I-T, K-A-T. Is it one word, or is there a hyphen between Kit and Cat? There's a hyphen. I honestly can't remember now, but you Google it, and uh, and you'll find out, like, whether it's hyphenated or not. Damn it, I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear that on the mic. Hear what? You. Scraping your, the bottom of your mic. Oh my God. <laughs> or uh, Jif peanut butter. Jif or Jiffy peanut butter? It's Jif. It is Jif. Um, the, one of the most popular ones is the Bernstein Bears uh, and the way it's spelled. So like Bernstein or Bernstein or something like that. It's Stein. I can't remember. I honestly, I can't remember. Like, like I remember, I remember the examples, but I can't remember how they actually are. But anyways, that's the Mandela effect. So maybe, maybe there's a timeline where you actually went to the Mall of America, but then something happened. Timeline shifted. The Hulk took the stone from, (laughs) (laughs) and. uh, and and so you remember it, but it didn't actually happen. It's pretty fun stuff, though. I love, I love, I like the people that really believe it, though, are like super hardcore, like, like super hardcore into it. <laughs> they're like, they're like, yeah, somebody out there is manipulating time and they're erasing our memories and replacing them with this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's the toothpaste. Uh, there was a movie called uh, Dark City. Had Kiefer Sutherland in it. An excellent movie, but it's it's very much the same thing where there's like this group of people who control a city, and it's always night there, hence the name Dark City. Mm-hmm. And these people, they put the city to sleep every night, and then they inject new memories into everybody. And then and then uh, they wake the city up, and everyone just like lives different lives every night, except one guy wakes up in the middle of it and realizes, like starts realizing that the city isn't what it, what it was. Mm-hmm. And then he meets with Kiefer Sutherland, who is like who's like this doctor for these for these people and like Kiefer Sutherland's like telling him like yeah they're messing stuff up <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> oh man excellent movie if that ever makes it to Netflix that would definitely be on my list but anyways i honestly have no idea how we got there what did we even talk about just now uh it was dark city mandela effect mall of america I don't know how we got to Mall of America. I don't know either. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, um yeah, they Oh, because we were talking about streets and cities. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> just like that. And just like that, the magic is made. <laughs> Anyways, I feel like this is a pretty small town. I think the kids are probably right to assume that the dispatcher would recognize them not being cops. Like, if she didn't recognize them as not cops by their lack of, uh, you know, sound because they just don't sound like police, mm-hmm. because no police officer is going to get on the radio and say, shoot, just out of nowhere, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, I think they're right. Anyways, it proved to be right <laughs> for them to not, uh, well... Did it prove to be right for them, though? Because if they picked up the radio, somebody would have caught them, other than Kevin Bacon. But someone did catch them, other than Kevin Bacon. Yeah, kind of. I'll tell you how pointless that was when we get to that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. They do this thing after they steal a cop car. They're, like, joyriding out in the middle of nowhere. It was. It's, like, actually, like, before that, even. They drive off, and then you see the cop car pull up again. And park right where it was. I didn't. It's a flashback. I didn't realize it was a flashback. I was kind of confused. What? <laughs> I was like, oh, they just drove in a circle. They came back. <laughs> okay, whatever. But then Kevin Bacon gets out of the car, and I didn't know that was a flashback. How did you not know that was a flash? I mean, how did you not figure out? Did you think there were two cop cars? Yes. <laughs> If there were two cop cars, then why would Kevin Bacon have to go steal one later? Because one has a... Well, I'm not going to spoil it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that was a flashback. I mean, it would make sense, though, because he can't (laughs) drive around in the one that he has. So maybe he would do... I mean, look what he did. He went and tried to get (laughs) however many cars. That is a flashback. He even comes back and sees that his car is missing. And that's so when he runs back to town. So confused. <laughs> Anyways. That was he was he was jetting it though. He was He was running like a Muppet. Like I could see the wind <laughs> behind him. Oh, uh 
anyways, uh, yeah, they do this little flashback. You see Kevin Bacon pulls up. He, he gets a body out of the car, and he's, like, digging a hole and burying it and burying the body and like pouring, like, some lime or some cement or something in there to, you know, I don't know, help decompose it or something. And then he comes back, finds out the cop car is gone, and then he runs into town and starts chasing after these kids. I don't think it does any good to have it as a flashback because, A, it's confusing, clearly. <laughs> I I eventually figured it out, figured out that it was a flashback. Mac apparently was just <laughs> assuming he left a cop car out there. But uh, <laughs> I think it should have just opened with him killing someone and... And burying the body, and then the kids coming up to the car. But uh, I think I so I think the order of events was a little bit, a little bit off. I don't think it did any good to, to do it that way. Anyways, he they didn't even really give a backstory to like that, did they? No, it was something to do with drugs. <laughs> I didn't get that either. You didn't? No. Not even when he was like getting all coked up and flushing his drugs down the toilet. I just figured that was him, like, being him. <laughs> uh, I couldn't tell who the bad guy was. I was like, is Kevin Bacon a bad guy? Oh, I thought you meant, like, you couldn't tell who the person in the trunk well, was. Well, I mean, yeah, but I couldn't tell if the guy in the trunk later right, on. Right. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell if he was a bad guy or if he was, like, a victim of Kevin Bacon. It's probably both. <laughs> probably. I think maybe... Maybe it's just bad people killing bad people. A deal gone wrong. Could be. After he realizes the car's gone, he runs into town. This. Oh, man. Um... <laughs> like, like, even when he's, like, taking the body to bury it, he's even kind of bumbling around. Like, he's having trouble getting him out of the trunk. It wasn't even clear to me that there were two bodies in the trunk. Maybe that was just me, but when he was pulling the one out of the trunk, I couldn't. I it just wasn't clear to me that that there was still one right. left in there. He's like pulling it through the woods, and he he loses he loses the guy's shoe at one point, <laughs> so he has to go back and get the shoe, and then he's he's scrambling to like hide the body after he realizes the cop car is gone, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and. uh uh, um, he, uh, ah, man. I thought I was going to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. I thought you were tearing up. I was like, Jesus. Well, my eyes are a little, are a little watery. I have horrible allergies. I have this, I have this allergy cold that won't go away. It's been clinging on for like two weeks now. And my eyes are burning. My throat is sore. <laughs> I can almost guarantee that at some point in the middle of this episode, my voice is going to crack and I'm going to sound like I'm going through puberty <laughs> because my throat, my voice just is, ah, oh, it's just not, it's not what it could be. Not what it should be. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh man. Anyways, once he realizes the cop car is gone though, he, he calls the dispatch as he's making his way back to town and he tells Kira Sedgwick that something's wrong with his radio. So you might hear other voices on the radio. Mm. So uh, just just be careful. He's going to try to fix it himself, though. She offers to have somebody like come out and look at it. But he's like, oh, no, nah, no. Nah, I'll I, I do it. 
<laughs> Didn't tell him to switch over to Channel 7. He does eventually, okay. once he gets back into town. The kids decide to decide against using the radio. We've already covered that significantly. <laughs> uh, they trade places. Uh, Harrison Harrison gets behind the wheel. Again, this would be me. <laughs> Travis is trying to tell him, like, make it go fast. Harrison can't go, like, faster than 35. <laughs> He's just so worried about about getting in trouble or getting hurt. He's probably more worried about getting hurt than getting in trouble. I I get the feeling that like he might he's he's probably a little worried about getting in trouble, but he does know he's in trouble. They stole a cop car, <laughs> so he's not he's not the most worried about it. They come across a gate, <laughs> and they're like, Harrison's like, should we just run through it? <laughs> Travis gets out and he's. He's trying to kick it, and he's like, "Oh, I can't, he can't! He can't break it open with his feet, so it must be titanium." <laughs> <laughs> like all the kids' stuff, I think. Like, I feel like the kids' stuff's pretty well written. Right? Like they're just doing kid things. <laughs> like, oh, I can't open the gate. It must be titanium <laughs> <laughs> because because I could kick anything down, just not a titanium gate. On the highway, they're they're trying to figure out what the shift what the letters on the shifter mean and so they come to the conclusion r means go backward and p means stop <laughs> and, and like he's just like, harrison's okay. like harrison's like yeah that makes sense <laughs> but it's like no no it really doesn't <laughs> they're going down the highway I, th- I feel like even if even at that age i would know the right way like the right side of the street to be on mm. and the wrong side of the street they don't seem to know it all <laughs> because they're driving on the wrong side and they almost hit this lady who then like goes and tattles on him. <laughs> and everyone's calling her crazy because certainly there's not a couple of kids riding around in a cop car out in the country. Right. She is going to come back a little bit later for like kind of a Jeremy Saulnier moment later on. But even then it's really boring. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, so Kevin Bacon, this is this might be your scene right here. Kevin Bacon, he makes it back to town, steals a car. It takes him <laughs> about three minutes just to unlock this car. <laughs> he undoes his shoelace, and that's like the timer doesn't even start. I don't even think I started the time until he like got the shoelace out of his shoe. <laughs> So he takes the shoelace out of his shoe, makes a little loop, and he's like dangling it through the window, trying to hook it onto the door lock of this old car. He almost gets it, and then he doesn't. And then he almost gets it, and then he doesn't. Three minutes. (laughs) Three minutes of this. Too long. It was very. (laughs) Way too long and very very aggravating. Like it looked like it was going to finally... Just come through for him, <laughs> and then it just slips off. I was like, ah, <sighs> man. I was like, and when he when he's doing it, I was like, like when he first gets it gets it in there, I was like, that is really clever. I never would have <laughs> thought about that. Maybe he's not as dumb as I think he is, but three minutes, man. God, and it's like I realize if your movie is only one hour and twenty eight minutes, <laughs> you gotta make up for lost. <laughs> you gotta time. make up for the lost time, but. Certainly, you can make up for it somewhere else. Give it like a give it a flashy, 
opening credits or flashy end credits or mm. something. <laughs> make up your time there. Right. Don't make it up with Kevin Bacon attempting to unlock a car. A backstory would have been nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You could give it a backstory. Maybe Kevin Bacon was too expensive for a backstory. <laughs> Maybe it's like, like, look, I got to pay the bills. You guys aren't really paying the bills. <laughs> I'll do your movie. Limited dialogue. No backstory. <laughs> no backstory. <laughs> Everything's out of context. <laughs> he does eventually get it. He drives it for like five minutes before he gets... <laughs> yeah, that made me so mad. <laughs> before he gets pulled over by a cop. <laughs> and then and then here's like another actually pretty clever moment. He calls the dispatch and tells her that there's like a... Well, what 211? Was a code three. Oh. <laughs> There's a code three at such and such street. It's like one of the more tense moments of the movie, though. Like the cop is so close to finding him out, and then it comes over the radio, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll get that. <laughs> Fix your registration." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all, and I was just thinking, oh man, if only I could have, if only I could have been a sheriff on the run when. And the cop was, right. trying, <laughs> was pulling me over. Oh, man. I had a run-in with a cop this morning. It's a very stern talking to. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yep. 6.40. I pulled in. I pulled into the school, into the school parking lot. I pull into the school parking lot every morning pretty much at this time. And I always, like, no cars. No cars in the parking lot whatsoever. So I go in. I go in the exit because the way the parking lot is made is that to get into the parking lot, it's like a very hard, sharp left turn to Mm -hmm. get in there. It's meant to be. It's meant for you to be coming from the other direction. Right. It's just easier to go in through the exit. So every morning I go in through the exit. This morning there happens to be a cop coming from the opposite direction. So I go in through the exit, and I kind of saw him as I was going in. And I was thinking to myself, there's nobody in this parking lot. (laughs) I looked in my mirror just to make sure. No lights, no nothing. I was like, okay, I'm good. So so I get to my parking spot. I get out of my car as fast as I can, just in case. As I'm like halfway to the building, cop shows up. He rolls down his window. He goes, there's two real big signs over there. That say, do not enter. (laughs) And I was just like, yes. (laughs) I can't argue with that. And so, like, there was, like, this, like, two-second awkward silence. I was like, is he going to give me a ticket or something? And then he's like, enter the right way next time. I was like, will do. (laughs) And And then he was on his way. Listen, I realize. I broke the rules. I went in the wrong way. And I know. <laughs> I knew that I was going in the wrong way. But in my defense, the signs in question, not that big. They're smaller than a speed limit sign. And it's 640 in the morning. There's no cars in the in the lot that I have. That I, like, there's no cars. So mm-hmm. I have no... Pr- there's like literally nothing that's going to hit me mm-hmm. or nothing I'm going to hit <laughs> coming in this direction. And... It's a school at 640. No one's going to be in the lot. Like, there was no school today, but even if there was school, there's nobody in that lot until at least 7. Maybe even like 7.30 when people start showing up. Right. So it's like a good almost hour before anybody's going to be there. What difference does it make if I go in the wrong direction? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, He was bored. He must have been. I guess like 
was like, man, out of all the things though, because I was driving with my brights on in the city, in town, because I have a headlight out. One of my regular headlights is out, mm-hmm. but both my brights work. So I have to drive with my brights. <laughs> Wow. So he could have pulled me over for driving with my brights on. And you complain about me being too slow. (laughs) (laughs) And thankfully, and luckily, it was a left turn because my right turn signals out. (laughs) (laughs) So if I had to make a right turn, he could have got me for for no blinker and a headlight. He he probably would have figured out the headlight thing. Because as soon as I parked the car, I turned my my headlights off. Mm -hmm. Because when I turned the car off, it turns the brights off. Oh, right. But it leaves the regulars on. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you turn the car off, you see that I have a headlight out. <laughs> Boy, he was just so angry, though. Like, so angry. Like, I can understand you being, like, that angry if I was doing something really bad. <laughs> right. But then it got me thinking. It's like, I'm not a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was a serial killer, I feel like that's how I would get caught. <laughs> Your headlights. I would get caught with like some sort of minor traffic violation. <laughs> That's usually how it happens. Yeah, yeah. You always hear about like the oh. smallest of things. Yeah, you always hear like oh, oh yeah, because he got pulled over for a speeding ticket, and so his plates were in the were in the database, and then they figured out that he was here at this time. Or, right. Oh man, but like how many times did Dahmer escape? You know, not like <laughs> escape prison, but like right? escape being arrested yeah. even. And it took some horrid smell one day. <laughs> oh, that wasn't even it, was it? Yeah. One of his victims got away. I don't remember how Dahmer got caught. One of his victims got away okay. and came, he brought, well, they went back to the apartment. They were like oh. looking around, <laughs> found all these weird pictures. Okay. I I actually don't know a crazy amount about, about Dahmer. Oh. We're going to have to have that discussion someday. <laughs> I do know Jeremy Renner was in a movie called Dahmer. Yep. I saw it. that. Yep. I saw it like ages ago, and then it showed up on Netflix. And look, I'm not being, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but it was it was listed under the gay and lesbian section, which nothing wrong with, if you're gay or lesbian, that's fine. It doesn't matter to me. But I thought if I watch it, because it's under gay and lesbian, then I'm going to start getting a bunch of other gay and lesbian picks thrown into my <laughs> into my recommendations and those probably aren't like that's not why I'm watching Dahmer <laughs> stirring up a bunch of controversy I guess I guess first Harrison throws like a girl ah man anyways <laughs> anyways um Oh yeah, right. Oh, in Mindhunter season two, when they're talking about the BTK, mm-hmm. uh, spoilers, potential spoilers for Mindhunter season two. In three, two, one, they're talking about. Uh, there's a scene where they're kind of trying to profile the BTK, and somebody mentions church. Uh, the character Bill Tench, he kind of laughs it off, and says. <laughs> This guy doesn't go to church. But then, like, it was something really dumb. Dennis Rader was caught <laughs> because he didn't realize that the, di- like, he was sending some stuff to the police to prove he was who he was. Mm-hmm. He used a church, he used the computer from his local, from like the church he goes to. <laughs> and he, like, he even asked the police, he's like, if I send you a disc, would you guys be able to trace that back to what computer that comes from? And the authorities were just like, 
no, no, we couldn't do that. <laughs> Who do you think we are? <laughs> and so he ended up using a, using a disc from a church computer, and it was just something really dumb like that that got him busted. Man, if he hadn't, like, if he hadn't right. done that, he might still be out to this day, you know, murdering people. So I don't know if my hunter got confirmed for season three. I'm sure it's back for season three. I hope they put Dahmer in there. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be okay. I don't know what year was. I don't know what year Dahmer was. Was 80s? he? Was he eighties? Eighties, nineties? Well, maybe not nineties. I was thinking he was like more seventies. That could be possible. Maybe seventies, eighties. Okay, could be. We'll have to look it up later. Anyways, we should probably get back to. Yeah, where are we even at? Um. He didn't have his you know, light. This is, this is why we started the other show. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> he didn't have his uh, his tags because he stole a car. Oh yeah. He he spends <laughs> all this time stealing a car just to ditch it because now he can't drive it because he knows that he's just going to get pulled over. <laughs> but that's okay. He must be close enough to home because like the next time you see him, he's at home telling his dogs to shut up and throwing a vase <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> yeah, and getting all coked up. <laughs> Yeah, hey, that's the end of note card two. All right, so How did the, you get four note cards on an hour and and back in front? Front and back. Fourth fourth note card's only a couple lines on the oh. back. So <laughs> I'm thorough. That's a lot of information. I am thorough. Yeah, look look how thorough you are. <laughs> All right. Anyways, he ditches the car. Lady reports the cop car to the police at the diner. Kevin Bacon gets home. He's got like a tow truck, so he's got an extra radio. So he calls the dispatch and tells her to just have everybody switch over to channel two or whatever. Channel seven, seven, yeah. The dispatch sends out a call to all the police to change over to channel seven. And then he's like sitting there listening for them all to change to channel seven. He's like, come on, 17. (laughs) (laughs) And finally they do, so he can call the kids on the radio. This is actually probably my favorite part of the movie. He's calling the kids on the radio, and they are doing more kid things. And they're wrapping themselves up in caution tape. <laughs> they're putting on the, the bulletproof vest. <laughs> like They're going to shoot each other, but thankfully they can't shoot each other because they can't figure out. They don't, they're not aware that guns have safeties. Right. So they can't. They, they it's can't, out of bullets. <laughs> yeah, they can't figure out how to get it to shoot. Harrison's like off to the side. He's about... To defibrillate himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to defibr- defibrillate himself. Defibrillate? Sure. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> He's about to zap himself with the heart sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Travis hears the call on the radio and, and gets Harrison to go listen. And, and now they know that they are caught. Or at least kind of found out. Right. And just in that scene... There were so many things I was thought was gonna happen. <laughs> For instance, when Travis was pointing the gun down at Harrison, thought it was gonna pop one off in his chest. Safety was on. Okay. Then Travis is walking back to the car, waving the gun around, <laughs> and just like, and he even holds. He like, even like looks into the barrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks into it and he's like holding it up to his eye. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. And it didn't. And, like, even when he throws it over the fence, I thought something was going to be a bullet that just pops off. And then with the buzzing heart sticks. (laughs) I was like, he's going to do it. Oh, man. Uh, You know, to go back just a little bit, 
at the beginning, I thought for sure one of the kids was going to get picked off. I thought like they were going to run to the cop car. Oh, yeah. And then, boom, one of the kids was going to die. <laughs> the other kid was going to get into the car and run off. And then the whole movie was just going to be a chase movie from this kid and Kevin Bacon. Being a witness. Yeah. That would have been a good movie. It would have been an excellent. It could have been an excellent movie. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been some cat, cat and mouse right there. It would have been. <laughs> um, but uh, they're too ignorant to be <laughs> to be hurtful to themselves. Right. I won't call them dumb because <laughs> they just they're just ignorant. They just don't know. <laughs> they're oblivious. Yeah, there you go. Harrison, after hearing this on the radio, Harrison, of course, decides. Just, just leave the cop car. <laughs> let's, let's just, let's just call it quits with this thing. Travis, on the other hand, he's like, no, we took it. It's ours now. Right. <laughs> like pirate rules. <laughs> but uh, anyway, as they're as Travis is kind of talking him back into coming back to the cop car, they they hear the sound in the trunk, and of course. Of course, they have to open it. Naturally. They <laughs> knock on it and then listen, wait for that knock back. <clears throat> Did you believe him when he was like, when they open the trunk, you see this bloody guy in there. And he's like telling them that the the, the sheriff is bad, that he he doesn't want to hurt them. He, he just wants to like get out of the trunk. Did you, did you believe him? Did you think he was a good guy? Or did you assume that he was going to be turned into another bad guy? I thought he was going to, I mean, I assumed he was going to trick him. I still didn't know if he was good or bad. Maybe he was just paranoid and was like, hey, I don't know you kids. But at the same time, like, if you came across me, right, and I'm in a trunk, and you're like, how's it going? (laughs) And I don't know you, yeah, I'm going to probably throw you in the back of the cop car until I figure out who you are. Well, I mean... Yeah, you could because you're bigger than me, but <laughs> the kids couldn't do that. Yeah, I mean, well, I suppose just... they did have guns. Yeah, they even had them aimed down. Yeah, which I, I don't know if the assault rifle would have went off because <laughs> I don't know if the safety was right. still on. <clears throat> but even if the safety's on, they the, the guy doesn't know that they that they can't shoot the guns. Right. Well, and uh, Travis, I think, is the one that had the shotgun, and he even pumped yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So I believed him. I was a sucker. I was gullible. I was like, oh, they're going to let him out. He's either going to run off or he's going to help them escape the cops or, or something. And and then, of course, we see him. Like, like you don't see him, like, get the gun from the kids. But he obviously gets the gun from right. the kids, yeah. overpowers them, and sticks them in the back of the in the back of the car. Yeah, he even has he has them, like, answer the radio so that uh, so that he can lure Kevin Bacon mm. to come out to the countryside. And then you get like this like this little series of events where he's parking the car and then he's going and hiding and then he's like he he decides that his hiding spot's no good so he he drives the car up like a half mile or something and then he sets up a little hiding spot next to a windmill and he's telling the kids like the kids they don't seem to know exactly what's going on right like I don't know if they necessarily think he's going to kill them but he certainly implies it yeah and and like, well, eventually he sets like a bottle next to the car, goes hides by the windmill, and then he shoots the bottle to like practice his aim, I guess. And he comes back and he talks to the kids and he's like, "When the sheriff gets here, you guys don't tell him. 
anything about me. And then he like goes into great detail of the horrible things he's going right. to do. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to kill your grandma. I'm going to kill your dog. And your snake. I'm going to kill your snake. I'm going to kill your mom, your dad, your stepdad. He's like, I'm going to slit. <clears throat> I think he's talking about his grandma. He's yeah. like, I'm going to slit your grandma's throat. And she's going to try to scream. But you know what? She can't <laughs> <Yeah>. scream. <laughs> because when your throat's slit, <laughs> you yeah. can't scream. But... He's not going to kill the kids, though. <laughs> yeah. He, he tells them that. He's like, I'm not going to kill you, but I am going to kill everybody you know. <laughs> uh, so they uh, they do manage to keep keep their mouths shut as once Kevin Bacon shows up. Kevin Bacon kind of realizes, though, that something's, something's well, up. And even before that, there was a, there was a part where, was, I don't even know, it was like maybe two, a minute, where uh, the guy from the trunk comes back and Travis has the gun pointed at the window. Oh, yeah. And I honestly, I honestly <laughs> thought he was going to like shoot him through the window, but it didn't happen, of course. Of course not. Because this movie just is a huge letdown. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So many missed opportunities. Um, But yeah, you're right. He's pointing it, he's pointing it right at him. But then if, if you do find out though that even if, even if they had the safety off, it still wouldn't have done them right. any good. Kevin Bacon shows up, realizes that something's not quite right, and he kind of hides. He hides on the driver's side of the door, uh, driver's side of the car. He's like trying to get the kids to talk to him, and they're just not. Like I don't even think I don't think they say a single word to him. No, and I I, I thought about this. Did it seem like to you that they gave that guy's like position away, the guy that was hiding? Um, because there's just, and I mean, at some point, if you go back and watch. There's a point where I believe it's Travis, because Kevin Bacon's looking at Travis, and Travis kind of just like looks to the other side, like in the direction of um, the guy in the trunk. He's kind of like, like pointing with his <laughs> eyes and not saying anything. Right. And then Kevin Bacon like looks over there, and that's when he like seems like where he realizes something's going on. It's very possible. Maybe I'm going way too dead. Maybe I wanted something to I, happen. I don't, I can't say one way or another if I, if, if I did notice that, mm-hmm. I probably forgot that I noticed that because this movie's pretty forgettable. Right. Um, I, I assumed he just, I assumed he just knew that the guy was probably over there because A, there's not a lot of hiding places. And he knew something was off because there was a broken beer bottle next to the car. The kids could have been drinking. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I guess. They stole so a the, cop car. So they, it's not, it's but not. they locked themselves in the backseat of the car, though. They're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Oblivious, sorry. Uh, I, don't see, I don't think there's anything, anything wrong with calling, calling them dumb if they're doing dumb things. I just said that they were ignorant because they just simply didn't know. Lady shows up, and lady from the diner who's hitched. Yeah, yes, the the big tattle. She just she's screaming at the kids. It's like everyone thought I was crazy. You kids are all in trouble. Blah 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 blah. I did not like this lady. I didn't either. <laughs> I thought she was. I thought she was a bad character. I I love how when she was in the diner that she had like that. Solid maybe minute and a half staring off with that fish. <laughs> yeah. In the tank. Yeah, what the hell was that, too? <laughs> and then she just came to the realization maybe I should tell the cops. 
Oh, yeah, that is like another very, <laughs> like, it's just, it has no purpose whatsoever. Right. I, was like, I was like, is this? <laughs> she gets that Jeremy Saulnier moment. Kevin Bacon shows, uh, tells her that he's injured, even though there's like no blood around him. <laughs> yeah, he can't walk. He can't walk. The kid's in the car. He's trying to get to safety because their dad or something is oh, yeah, trying to hurt the- them. Yeah, he said uh, these kids or these kids' dad like took off. He's the perpetrator. Yeah, so he's trying to get these kids back to safety. He can't get his he can't get his uh, car keys though because he can't walk. So she needs to go find the car keys, and she even offers just to call the police. <laughs> you want me to call someone or something? <laughs> it's just like no, no, no need. If I was her, I just would have called the police. Right? <laughs> I like I don't care what the sheriff is saying right here. He clear if if he can't get up to find his car keys, I don't think he's gonna get up to drive back to town. <laughs> right? We're just supposed to set him in the driver's seat. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, he gets her to go look for the car keys while she's looking. She like he's just even like even this part it just takes forever. She's like it's it's gonna be really right? hard finding the keys out here. And finally, she sees the guy, and boom. She gets the headshot. That's the closest thing you get to violence. To <laughs> about like, like there's a brief shootout after that. But uh, right. there were so many moments in this movie that I was expecting that moment to happen. That would be the the Jeremy Saulnier thing. Would be someone's just wandering around and all of a sudden, boom, their head's gone. Right. <laughs> and then you have this horrible chain of events, and boom, another head's gone. Well, no one else's head got blown off. No, no. Like Kevin gave. He got a couple shots to the chest. He did. As like, did the other guy. <laughs> like, like, they have, like, this weird kind of almost Western-style shootout. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, a tumbleweed could could go between the two of them. And they, they shoot each other. The kids manage to get out of the cop car. The, the kids are trying to shoot the window out, but uh, they can't. Because it's got the safety on. Right. So like, well, we'll just throw it out the window. <laughs> That's not going to work. Eventually, like, they must lo- they must knock the safety off. And I don't know a thing about guns. So I don't even know if that's how a safety works. I don't think so. If you can just throw a gun around and it might accidentally <laughs> pop off the safety. But it does. <laughs> and they uh, they shoot it once. Bullet ricochets, shoot it, shoots it again, gets out, you know, breaks the window, it gets out. Harrison is on the run, but then you find out that Travis isn't behind him because, of course, Travis got shot. <laughs> Travis got a bullet from the ricochet, and he's bleeding out in the back of the car, cop car. And so now Harrison has to man up, drive faster than 35, and get somewhere. Right. That part reminded me, it was very kung fu hustle like like <laughs> he shot the bullet and then it just ricocheted and hit the kid <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's kind of i mean it's it's meant to be a sad moment but i wasn't like i wasn't sad yeah. I, I had like, no emotion during the movie <laughs> like as he's driving the sun is finally setting because this incredibly long day <laughs> is finally over They're driving off, and in very true horror movie fashion, Kevin Bacon comes over the radio, and he's in his tow truck. He's yelling at them, and he's like, You kids should know better than to steal 
Ah, car. And then he like hits something. <laughs> a cow. <laughs> he hits a cow, and it's and he's done. <laughs> like he comes back literally just for one final scare, and to force the name of the movie <laughs> in a very over the top fashion. Ah, that was just so dumb to me. <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> very unnecessary. And then Harrison, he finally gets up the balls to go a little bit faster. He's going like 80. <laughs> yep, he's finally going like 80. You see some city lights off in the distance, so maybe he can get Travis to the hospital. But nope, Travis says it doesn't even hurt that much anymore. And then he's dead. Did he die? I'm pretty sure he died. I'm assuming Travis is dead. I think I think they actually show him being... I think. I think he's dead. If he's not dead, there's no way he makes it to a hospital because he's going to pass out from blood loss in like at least 30 seconds after the credits roll. Well, because then he said it, he said it doesn't hurt anymore. Right. And then Harrison starts speeding up even faster. Right. But you can tell the town is like off in the distance still. The city lights are still pretty small on the horizon. What if the hospital like on the outskirts of town? Maybe. Look, I'm just assuming. I'm, I'm assuming he's dead. <laughs> Anyways, the as Harrison is driving towards the city, the movie ends. Credits roll. No more. No more of it. And I like that ending. I'm perfectly fine with. Uh, I didn't even look at my notes on on number four. <laughs> but uh, he <laughs> just. I like I like endings like that. I feel like there's a difference between an ending between this ending and what you would call a cliffhanger ending. Right. Like it's open, but it's like the it's the I don't know, it's the end of a it's the end of a chapter and it doesn't need to go any further. At least that's God, please no. Anyways, that's that's my opinion. And the, like, there's other movies like that as well. That, oh, what if they would have like made it to the hospital? <laughs> Kevin Bacon shows up. <laughs> oh, like man. a cow's head on. A cow's head. Okay, because after he <laughs> after he runs over the cow, he decides to just wear its skin. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Buffalo Bill style. Not what I was expecting at all. I really thought it was going to be like more of a horror type thing, where the kids would be constantly just on the run from the cop and like always almost in danger and that is not the case most of the time you like 90 percent of the kids stuff of the time that you see the kids they are just doing kid stuff right <laughs> like they don't even they're not even aware that they're being chased by the cop <laughs> until the very like they're not even remotely aware that he's a bad guy until maybe they open when they open the trunk. And even then, I'm not sure they are aware that the cop's a bad guy. Right. They might just think like, oh, the cop's got a dude in his trunk. <laughs> maybe that's what cops do. We're kids. We don't know. I don't know. It, it could have been so much better. Like we were saying before, Macon Blair and... Uh, God dang Patrick it. Stewart? Yeah, Patrick Stewart. I always want to say William Shatner or Ben Kingsley. And those are like two opposite ends of the spectrum from each other. Well, but Patrick Stewart to me is kind of a Ben Kingsley. Well, Sh- William Shatner was in. Star yes, Trek. yeah. That's why I think William. Sh- that's why I always want to say William Shatner, because they're both Star Trek ben veterans. Kingsley, though, Ugh. 
But then Ben Kingsley, because they're both like bald. <laughs> I was gonna say English. They're both English. Sorry. Suppose they are both bald though. <laughs> Anyways, I think it it could have been it could have been so much better. So much better. If it had just been a horror movie or even just a good good old fashioned thriller, it would have been much, much better. But instead instead we get Trash. Yes. Garbage. <laughs> I should give it a zero, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm sticking with a six. And the and, and the six is just because I think the kids I like the kids stuff. I like the kid movie the kid portions of the movie. You think they have room to adapt? You mean as actors? Yeah. Well, I think Travis. I, I think Travis does. Harrison, I think Harrison's done. <laughs> <laughs> no more Harrison, sorry. No room for you, but Travis, in 20 years you'll be playing Hawkeye, Hawkeye Jr. in Avengers 80. Oh. <laughs> I I'd, I'd be down for that movie. I'm sure you would. <laughs> She's, I'm not a I'm not a big Saturday Night Live fan. Mm-hmm. Outside of the era that I grew up with, it outside of '90s Saturday Night Live, I just don't care for it. But I think it was last week they did a Joker parody. <laughs> it was called Grouch, and it had uh, David Harbor, the sheriff from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. He's like a garbage man, and he turns into Oscar the Grouch. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was it was actually pretty good. I was like, okay, I. I can get behind this one. <laughs> did you go see Joker? I did not. I don't have any money. <laughs> I don't have Whoa. money. I don't have any money. I couldn't go see Joker. I, I, I didn't even get to see It Chapter Two. So, well, save your money for that. One. Well, that was Joker. I thought it was great. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, and naturally, you're gonna disagree with me. So, mm, I feel like I'm probably gonna enjoy it a little bit. I just feel like you're not. Like I thought you were gonna enjoy Endgame. Look how that turned well, out. Well, that was a that was just a that was just a garbage movie though. I thought Endgame was amazing. It's just needless. I thought it was like the perfect ending. It was the perfect endgame. Pointless. <laughs> nice, nice setup. It was. Set him up to knock him down. I have not seen Joker, but I'm assuming the Joker is more along the lines of what I wanted the TV series of Gotham to be and why I did not like the series of Gotham. I don't know what... Because... Which is, let me... I'll get there. (laughs) Because Joker didn't have any Batman, right? In this movie? Yeah. yeah. Correct. What? There was like a little... Was there like a little Bruce Wayne? Yeah. But you didn't like see him doing any Batman stuff? No. Alfred? Was Alfred there? There, I heard there was a guy that's cast as Alfred, but was unnamed like in the movie itself. I think it was. Okay. I think that was the case. See, that is what... And does it... T- so it must take place in Gotham City. Yes. Okay. I wanted Gotham to be a show about the city and Commissioner, like young Commissioner Gordon. And then once it started turning into little Batman doing Batman things... I just lost all interest. That was like the last season. Like, I imagine Joker is what I wanted Gotham to be. Was there a Commissioner Gordon? No. No? No. Not no. even like a young Commissioner Gordon? No. Oh, okay. There was uh, Thomas Wayne. 
Okay. So Joker. The, there was a good tie-in, which I thought was amazing, to like the ending leading into Batman. So like, I want to spoil it for you, but I'm not going to. I appreciate that. Gotham, I wanted it to be about Commissioner Gordon, not necessarily about the Joker, and about a bunch of young, you know, it's like half the villains in Gotham were young and Batman aged, while the other half were like going to be in their 50s by the time Batman was kicking <laughs> ass. <laughs> but, I don't uh, know. I thought season one and two were great. <sighs> season three, forward, <laughs> just garbage. Uh, when Jada Pinkett Smith kept coming back is <laughs> when I stopped watching <laughs> I watched. I think I watched the whole first season, and then I gave up after that. So you didn't give the second season a chance? No. No. Didn't even start it. Wow. Because didn't the first season end? Potential spoilers for Gotham <laughs> in three, two, one. Didn't the first season end with Commissioner Gordon being like sent to Arkham to be a guard in Arkham or something? No, that was like... Or maybe was that mid-season one? Or was that in season two? That was... I think that was season three. That was not season. Certainly not. Because I'm pretty sure I did not watch season two. (laughs) Did the kids, you you said you were taking the kids to see it? Did the youngins like it? No, actually, we didn't have them that weekend. Oh. (laughs) Thought we were going to, but it was just me and Kim. I was going to say, like, uh, a gritty art house version of a Batman villain doesn't seem like. Doesn't seem like something like a younger generation is gonna, a younger audience is really gonna well, enjoy. I didn't, I didn't think so either. But no, maybe somebody just told me about it then, because I'm sure I did not watch past the first season. Did Victor Zaz show up in the first season? Yeah, he was. Because uh... I think I gave up. Like when Victor Zaz showed up, that was about when I decided I was done with it. Mm-hmm. But I continued to watch a little bit later, anyways. Cause like he's got like this shootout in the in the police station, and he like does a backflip and lands on his feet on a desk, yeah. and I was like, oh, oh, this is why. <laughs> it was season three. Okay, somebody must have told me about it then. I because had a, at the uh, halfway through season three, episode fifteen is when they start the Batman stuff. Okay, and then four or five are just okay. Batman. Why well, are you still doing like I? I feel like I saw him meet Lucius Fox, and I I think I saw him do like some kind of pseudo Batman stuff early on. Anyway, anyways, once it became apparent, anyways, that he was going to become a little Batman running around, mm-hmm. that's uh, it was like, eh, this is not what I was. This isn't what I signed up for. If Gotham had just been Commissioner Gordon trying to solve one crime, find one villain. I don't even care if it's like a villain that was made for the show or a villain that was made for the comics. I don't care one way or another. If he's just trying to solve one crime instead of having like a weekly crime that he was trying to figure out, I would have been A-okay with that. There were a couple parts in the show that I thought were, or I mean that were like that, but I mean obviously they weren't for the whole season. But I guess like the first season when they were trying to figure out who killed the Waynes, and then I can't remember season two or three where they took like this character and it was basically like really, I don't know how to word it. It was like Fifty Shades of Grey, <laughs> but like a psychopath killer version. <laughs> okay. It's exactly what it was, honestly. <laughs> but then they followed that for a while and then it just fell off. I don't like the weekly, like there was a show called The Killing 
And it's all on Netflix now because Netflix bought it and funded like a fourth and final season for it. But like the first season, the first two seasons are the best. The first one mostly, mainly is the best. But like, I don't think the mystery actually, main mystery resolves until the second season. Mm -hmm. It's just these two detectives. It's super gritty. And they're trying to figure out who killed this, who killed this girl. It's all just detective work. It's like, like no super fancy science, no crazy zooming and enhancing. It's just finding clues and just gritty detective work. And it's not even like actiony or anything. Like there's no explode. It's like no explosive action or anything like that. But it's so good, and like the story is so compelling and twisty and turny. Like you're constantly thinking, like, oh, oh, this guy, this guy's the one that did it. And then you're like, oh, no, 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 it's this one over here. And then you finally get around to figuring out how this girl died. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's so good. That's what I was like. But like the whole series, like the whole first two seasons just covers this one long case. That's what I want a Gotham to be. If they made Gotham, if like if they rebooted Gotham. And they did. And they were like, you know what? We're just gonna do the killing, and we're gonna replace these two characters with uh, Commissioner Gordon and uh, Bullock. Harvey. Bullock. Yeah, Harvey Bullock. And I, I get it. You're doing like a comic book, kind of a comic book adaptation, mm-hmm. and it's on Fox, so it's like you gotta be. You have to have action, and since it's a comic, you have to have the tech. Right. Just tone the tech down a little bit, and maybe just a little less action. It just seemed like so much of it just seemed a little over the top for mm-hmm. me. Oh, I also watched Unbelievable last week. We started watching that. Oh, so good. So good. I realized while I was watching it, I watch a lot of rapey things. <laughs> like, a lot. Like, there's... Because uh, for a while, it was, every episode we were talking about 13 Reasons Why. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. like a, a few episodes where we mentioned that. It's like, boy, that, that show's like nothing but rape. And then uh, Mindhunter, mm. I'm like, boy, there's a lot of there's a lot of rape in that too. Well, I mean, like the BTK guy. <laughs> then I watched Unbelievable. Like, Jesus like Christ. Netflix must think I'm a terrible human being. <laughs> Am I sick? But uh, yeah, Unbelievable is excellent. Like, Unbelievable is another one. Like, if Gotham was a limited series or a mini series like that, mm. where it was, you know, you just replace those two detectives with. Again, with Bullock and uh, and Gordon, that's the perfect that's the perfect Gotham, just detective work, and it had like enough tech in it to like a lot of DNA and 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 zoom and you know, not a lot of zoom and enhance, but like it had like a lot of computer work and wow. stuff in there. I was like, that's a good balance. I would have been I would have been a great Gotham too. Did you notice? Bet you didn't notice. I don't know how far you guys are into it, so I don't want to spoil anything. But uh, I think he, I think you meet him in the first episode. The two police, mm-hmm. uh, like the two detectives that like get her statement, like, or like convince her that or ask her if her statement's real. The big bald guy that's like really yelling at her. Mm-hmm. Like, I, have you have you gotten to that part? Yes. Am I spoiling? Okay, you've gotten that part. That, my friend, is the voice. Of, uh, the uh, Patrick Starr from SpongeBob. There's, really? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, because I know him from the old show, from the old '90s show, Coach. And I was like, Oh, I think that's Terry Fagerbaker 
or Terry Fagerbake. I can never pronounce his last name. But anyways, it's Dauber from Coach, who happens to also be the starfish from SpongeBob. And boy, he is a nasty motherfucker. He is. <laughs> Unbelievable. He is. Oh, He's man. He's kind of an asshole. Well, yeah, not not just kind, kind of. of. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent show, though. That's yeah, I haven't finished it. I won't, I won't spoil it for you. Uh, all right. Anyways, we should probably wrap this up. We're well past... Well past the talking points of cop car. Only two thirty or ten thirty. <laughs> we've only been we've been recording for two hours and seven minutes. So yeah, we think forty five minutes of that like, was. Yeah, we spent like the first like fifteen <laughs> or twenty like just talking. Yeah. <laughs> your wings, all your wings are cold. No, oh, I'm just gonna reheat them anyways. <laughs> all right. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do that. You can get us at. You can get us through the email. Send your topics list. Send that uh, secret word with it to offalldayatoutlook.com. You can find us on Instagram where it is at offalldayatoutlook.com. And you can find us on Twitter where it is at offalldaypodcast. And you can find more information about the show at offalldaypodcast.com. And we hope you enjoy. Hope you come back. Peace.